Hello and welcome to Ride Home Review. I'm Oliver. And I'm Susan. And tonight we saw Forthcoming by Shake and Stir. We did. And look, I always really, really look forward to what Shake and Stir put on stage. They're one of Brisbane's young, um, dynamic theatrical companies and I really love what they do. But even for them, I found this surprisingly joyous. The thing about Shake and Stir is for a long time, they've adapted the classics. Jane Eyre, Dracula, 1984, some Roald Dahl for the family. But they have... forget Animal Farm. I did forget Animal Farm. Mm -hmm. But they have a type of work that they do. And what I found refreshing and amazing about forthcoming was that it wasn't anything like that but it also was exactly it didn't sacrifice any of their brand to make good art yeah i mean the thing is that for the most part the public is not spending their night sitting at home reading 1984 the public is sitting at home watching what's happening on the bachelorette uh, the block, Married, Married at First, first sight, sight, all of those things that that popular culture is so much dictated to by what we are seeing on our screens and what we are doing with the screens in our hands that this is just ripe for the picking. And what they have done here is created a work that is they call reality theatre. It is blending the, the theatrical performance on stage with the excitement, the dynamic, the vote for your favourites, um, reality TV style. And the fact that um, our lead um, male, Johnny, was a maths Alumni. It also helps that his brother was the producer. Yeah, but it, it, it gives that absolute um, authenticity to it. And because you get to vote... You know, who's she going to go on the date with? What's she going to drink? What are they going to talk about? What's going to go on? Um, we could see this show 20 times and see a different show every time. And I might just do that. It's one of those rare occasions when I walk out of the theatre and would be very happy to walk straight back in and see it again. And when you see as much theatre as I do, that is a big ask. But it was so funny and joyous. Nellie's script was hilarious but clever and real. It's honest in a way that, like, it's not sugarcoating. These people are real three-dimensional beings that don't shame anyone for whatever. They're just honest. I mean, it's, at one level, a quite... Simple story. Simple, superficial story about someone on Tinder trying to decide who to date with the help of her best friend Siri um, but scratch below that if you want to and you can look at the midlife crisis which now seems to happen at 30 the quarter, I think it's called the, the, quarter, the quarter life the quarter crisis, life crisis um, about things like body perception about um, the, the quick judgments that we make about people the disposable society it made a lot of really serious points that you could take if you wanted to or just get sucked up in the romance the romance and um 
voting for who you wanted her to be with. And it's it's not sacrificial. Like, it has good tech. It has amazing tech. Extraordinary tech. Heavy tech. Craig Wilkinson, Jason Glenwright, uh, Josh McIntosh and Guy Webster have done an amazing job creating the world. That's a lighting, sound, costume, set, video designers. And they've done an amazing job. But what no amount of amazing visuals and amazing tech can make up for a bad script. And you know what? You know me. Yes. You've known me for your whole life, actually, as it happens. From the moment I came out of your vagina, yes. Thank you for sharing that with the world. Yes, since that moment... You are my mother. I think they can assume... Uh, yeah. Well, not necessarily. You could have come out of a scar on my stomach, but you did. <laughs> anyway, where was I? Uh, I, for the most part, prefer a physical set to a virtual set. That, For the most part, I think pretty projections are a cheap and somewhat sordid way of getting past a physical set and having to change them and so on. This was not that. This was absolutely a third character. There would, it was a two-hander, except it wasn't because um, Johnny played all of the other characters, but they were all projections and it lined up absolutely seamlessly and beautifully. And uh, look, we all, apart from you who's never done it, we've all been on dates that are as disastrous as that. We've all had to it's have... It's not for a lack of trying. Mm. I just haven't been you invited are, on many dates. You are very trying. Um, we've all had those drinks of Dutch courage. We've all had the waking up the next morning going, oh, my God, please tell me I didn't. And not really knowing whether you did or not. Um, though, so there was so much truth built into that and so much technical trickery brought together and then you got to hold your phone in your hand. What more could you possibly want on a night at the theatre? And it wasn't overly long. It didn't overstay its welcome. It didn't understay its welcome. You got a full meal of a play. But it was, You got one episode of Maths Worth, yeah? Yeah. But it was just joyous. It was clever and funny, beautifully acted. I loved the the nuance that Johnny brought to the different and characters. C.C. Peters, who was Gwen, can't be undersold. Oh, no, not at and all. And talking to the audience, and she talks to the audience yeah. throughout the entirety it's, of the show. It's difficult to do that without that coming it, across as a wanker, it's true. It's hard to do. As someone who does it, it's really hard to do. Particularly within the world of a play, of an actual drama. Uh, she was terrific, but um, I'm only talking about Johnny because... You're he, obsessed with him. Well, yeah, but also because he had to be multiple characters and the difference... It wasn't just a, another stupid wig or a pair of glasses. I mean, there was there a was, bit of a stupid wig. There was a wig lot of stupid wigs and, and sets of glasses. But the accents, the way he carried himself. Um, but really, it came back to the characters that Nellie had written that were both stereotyped but also truthful and honest. And that's hard to do. Mm. It's hard to make a stereotype three-dimensional. Mm. And when you do that, there's nothing greater. Mm. 
it look this show has a life has a life and it's it, it looked to me like it's going to need a life because i could see the money just burning up in front of my eyes um but money well spent money very very well spent for for the, this is the show that we need now we won't always need shows that are silly and funny and but as flippant, we go but back to the theater after covid we don't want to be bored with we don't want to be weighed down with Chekhov just yet oh look nothing wrong with Chekhov no there's, shame there's quite a bit wrong with Chekhov but that's not that's part. another story for another day um, another debate for another podcast I think what we what the world needs now is love, sweet love. Don't. It's just the one. But Bacharach has got enough money. He doesn't need he your doesn't support. He doesn't need mine. Um, yeah. What we need is a rom com. What we need is reality TV. What we need is beautiful, funny escapism. And hats off to you. Um, I don't know. Forthcoming, I reckon I could go five times. Maybe more. I will give this a high distinction. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. See it, people. If you want this kind of theatre, you've got to put your bum on that seat. Do it. Do it indeed. Thank you very much. Good night.